This is a TSN 1040 hot audio clip brought to you by Universal Supply, Vancouver's largest plumbing wholesaler, where you don't have to be a plumber or a contractor to save big on all the big name brands. Good, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, probably in a slightly better spirits than the Utica Comets, who after starting off incredibly hot, have kind of cooled down a bit. What can you attribute to that? I mean, the obvious factor might be the fact that some of their better players are up with the Canucks right now. Have there been any other contributing factors to what's what's going on with the, the Comets in the AHL? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure if I can pinpoint it. Let's, uh, I always like to, to kind of throw a, a veil over every conversation I have is remember, I'm just a radio guy. I'm paid to describe the action with play-by-play. So uh, my analytical look is maybe a little different than what a coach might think or or, uh, or somebody in, in uh, the hockey ops department. But at any rate, uh, I think what kind of slowed things down was running into hot goaltending. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, a team that was making hockey look easy, uh, all of a sudden realized they're shooting on a target that's only, uh, you know, four feet by six feet instead of what, when it looked like they were shooting at a soccer goal. So um, I think it, it just turned into something where maybe sticks were gripped a little bit too tight and uh, that balanced scoring had some trouble being maintained. And, um, and I think maybe a situation where, uh, the extra pass was maybe being made, uh, uh, and and while it might have worked through the first eight games of the season, those windows are maybe closing a little bit tighter as teams are, are finding their stride and finding their rhythm here uh, in the second week now of November. So um, I think there's probably a couple of things that have uh, attributed to it, but when it boils down to it, um, you know, when you start the season 8-0 and it makes something like this have a little bit less sting to it, uh, at least from my perspective. So, uh, you know, obviously the comments are going to want to get off it, and hopefully it can be tonight here uh, on the road, maybe take away some of that pressure of playing on all mice and, and get one done away from home in Binghamton. Rink wide on TSN 1040, we're joined by Joe Roberts of the Utica Comets. Joe, I wanted to ask you about a, a maybe a lesser-known prospect among Canucks fans, but somebody the team signed to a free agent deal out of the CHL last year. That would be Mitch Elliott. Gets his first goal of professional hockey, at least at the AHL level, with the Utica Comets yesterday. Uh, he's getting some more action as players graduate to the NHL, whether on recall or full-time. What can you tell our listeners about Mitch Elliott and you know what you've seen from him in these early returns? Well, you know, he's young. Um, and I think that sometimes it's hard to remember that a lot of these guys that we talk about are, are 19, 20, 21 years old. Elliot's part of that young crew. I, I think just 20 still. Um, you know, he. I, I think what you notice from him right away is that he has a booming shot. Uh, he can really shoot the puck. And he doesn't even need a lot of space to really wind up and, and sort of uncork a slap shot. He has an elite level uh, snapshot. Some of the some of the some of the shots that he lets fly in practice make everybody turn their head. And I think what's being done with him as well, you kinda saw earlier in the season, he was sent down to Kalamazoo to go play to, to play, right? You don't want people sitting on the shelf. You want them to play, and I think that that's exactly uh, what they wanted to do with Elliot. They wanted them to get game action. They got him into a few contests in Kalamazoo, and now, um, based on the way that the, the, the yo-yo has been going up and down with recalls and stuff like that, you know, with uh, Sautner, Chatfield, etc., you get the uh, the young D-man an opportunity to play. And when he gets an opportunity to play, he gets an opportunity to play on the power play. And, um, you know, he, he mentioned that in practice. They were talking about getting pucks to the net. Uh, I think maybe he looked a little apprehensive to shoot the puck uh, in his first couple games. But now I think he's ready to go bombs away. And when he can do that, I think that makes him a player that uh, can make a lot of noise. 
Uh, Joe, Nikolai Goldobin is the kind of player here in this market that has just been debated so much. And as he got sent down to the AHL, we saw these great numbers. He gets 10 points in his first five games with the Comets. Over the last six games, though, of course, uh, four of those being losses for the Comets, just one point uh, for the young Russian. Uh, what's going on with Nikolai Goldobin right now? I don't know. Points are hard to come by in the American Hockey League uh, for any player uh, of any level of skill. So I think that, um, you know, when you, when you are playing on a top line, you should expect to match up against other darn good players, both up front and on the back end from the opposition. And, uh, you know, it, it's just it's 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 not a tap in to pick up points in the American Hockey League. This is the second best hockey league in the world. So um, I, I just think that it's, uh, you know, the team hasn't been scoring goals. And when they're not scoring goals at five, six, seven goals a night like they were to start the season, uh, you should anticipate that the point production is going to dip like that. You know, it, it, it's been kind of a, a rough go at things as of late. The team has struggled putting the puck in the back of the net, so nobody's putting up numbers right now. Um, as far as Goldobin goes, he, he continues to work. He continues to show off his, his creative nature. Uh, the way he moves the puck, the vision he has, it continues to shine through, though, right? While the points uh, maybe haven't been coming in the last handful of games, he still does things where he has sort of those eyes in the back of his head moment where you go, wow, yeah, okay, this whole thing makes sense. Uh, yeah, I get why he was in the National Hockey League. So um, uh, it's there. Uh, I just I anticipate production will come as he continues to plug away. How about his two-way game? That was something that Travis Green here really wanted him to work on, and it probably was the uh, uh, biggest you know, fault that he had for Green. How, how have you seen him playing in terms of uh, the two-way game in the AHL? Again, I mean, I, I think he looks solid on that. And, and again, I'll just sort of echo the thought that I gave a moment ago is he's playing on the top line. He's been securely fastened to that top line, which means on most nights he's going to go against the most talented players from the opposition as well. And that, that can um, that can create opportunities for a player to get exposed. And he hasn't been exposed. Um, and so showing that ability to be trustworthy on all three zones of the ice is something that, uh, you know, as you guys just mentioned, was something that, uh, you know, they wanted him to work on. And, and I think that he has uh, certainly not been a liability by any stretch of the imagination. And, uh, you know, it, it, as far as, uh, like I said, you know, I, I don't necessarily go through it with as fine tooth of a comb as some people obviously uh, get paid to do. Um, but from what I've seen is that there has hasn't been any glaring mistakes where you say, oh, yeah, there's a, a clear and present problem with that. No, I mean, he's, he's been solid. And, and no news is good news usually on that front, right? If you don't notice it, it means that everything is probably going okay. Yeah, that's right. And it's uh, Rink Wide on TSN 1040 with Joe Roberts from the Utica Comets. I was wondering what you could tell us about Brogan Rafferty, somebody who's leading the Comets blue line with six points in 12 games. He had a great debut last year with the Canucks, looked good in the preseason. A lot of people thought he might make the team out of camp, maybe as a seventh defenseman. And there was a little bit of a surprise there when the Canucks called up Jalen Chatfield instead. What can you tell us about Rafferty's game and, and why you think that he didn't get the call? I mean, I think he's one of those, you know, for Vancouver being in a Canadian market, you know, you, you, you consider that uh, the most popular route to the pros and, and to the NHL is through the Canadian Hockey League. Uh, and, and, you know, I think he just took an alternate route. He went through the college program and then going through the college program and allowed him to uh, be a late bloomer. Let's face it, guys 
need more time. Some guys need more time than others, and maybe he needs more time. And maybe that's why he flew under the radar. Um, and then after a solid career at Quinnipiac, he's able to have a transition that has uh, fewer growing pains because he's a little more mature, uh, more mature uh, probably physically, emotionally. Um, and I think that that goes a long way. What I can tell you about his game on the ice is that he's unbelievably confident with the puck. Um, and for good reason. I mean, he's got really good hands. He, he made a couple moves last night where he kind of, for a second, holds your breath and say, oh, you know, that seems like a dangerous place to do that. But he makes it look so routine and he makes it seem so stress-free. It sort of gives you this level of calm. You're like, no, he can pull it off. Like, it, it's okay if he tries that because he really is a good puck-handling D-man. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he has impressed me quite a bit this season. And it's been a joy to watch. How about Michael DiPietro putting up some pretty good numbers right now for a young goaltender? And uh, there were some that were speculating he wouldn't even play in the A this year and that the Canucks would maybe start him in the East Coast League. But, hey, he's looking right now like he's uh, worthy of being uh, playing in the American League. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the future on Mikey DiPietro is obviously to be seen. What I can say about him and what I'll tell anybody that's willing to listen, um, his future as a human being just on planet Earth is unbelievable. He's such a, a, a unique human. Um, he's so lighthearted and upbeat and has such positive energy and just loves being around other people. He has been a joy, and, and I do not say this lightly, an absolute joy to work with um, so far. On the ice, man, does he battle. He, he just doesn't quit. Um, he's never out of a play. He moves post to post so well. Uh, for a 20-year-old, he, he already has sort of this, um, uh, you know, he has all of Utica behind him. He's already beloved by the community and by the people in the arena. I've been so impressed with him both on and off the ice. And, and I think as a netminder, uh, he does a lot of things in, in practice that just make you go, wow. And then when you get into the game, He's never out of a play. I mean, look at last night. He was lights out. Uh, you know, a couple of, of uh, blind shots and a redirection over a 34-second span. Those are the only two goals he allowed all night. Other than that, he was just he was just airtight. And, and uh, it was a tough break for him to not be able to come up with the win. But, you know, the numbers are, are, are sort of the proof that on the ice he's doing everything he can at an, at an insanely high level. Um, and it has been an absolute privilege to watch. Well, it doesn't get a better review than that. So uh, great stuff, uh, Joe. Thanks for joining us today, and, and uh, enjoy the action tonight. My pleasure, guys. Thank you. Joe Thanks, Roberts, Joe. the voice of the Utica Comets, play-by-play. Hey, how about that for DiPietro at the end there? Man, everybody you talk to. Every single person, like I, I, I has feel something like, nice to say about I, I'm Mike jacked DiPietro. over that. Yeah, yeah, no, and and it's so fun to watch. Like he is absolutely crushing it, as you See, might say, and, at the AHL level. And oh, so and and this is why this is so, you know, key right now in terms of this Markstrom stuff. I know last week we 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 presented the. You know the idea. Listen, like what? What should the Canucks do? Should they? Should they be signing? There were some people who were like, "Would you guys knock it off with the goalie controversy?" This and then it's like, but like seriously, they're going to have to. It's a good thing. Get ahead though. of this. Yeah, it's a good. It's, it's, a, it's great a good thing. controversy. It's a great thing. And the fact that you got Demko doing what he's doing right now, playing well. You know, Markstrom's playing well, which is good. 
because there's an asset, especially if you want to move him. And then you got Di Pietro. I'm not talking about bringing Di Pietro up anytime soon. I want him to absolutely marinate in the American Hockey League all this year. Do all the good things that you can for the Comets. But listen, in terms of moving forward with this goaltending right now, that is a very bright spot for the Vancouver Canucks. Absolutely. And, and again, this is a rebuilding team who needs to find creative ways to... To, to find money that otherwise isn't available to mm-hmm. them. And I think that the crease is one of those inefficiencies that yep. they can mine. And this is why I'm looking at this situation and I'm saying doing the obvious thing, doing what's directly in front of them and extending Markstrom might not be the best answer because you take a wider lens look at this team, this organization, there's a lot of good things happening in that. Uh, lastly, on the comments here, how about that uh, report on, on Brogan Rafferty? He does things that make you hold your breath. Does that remind you of somebody else we got on the team right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not drawing the comparison. Don't get no, me wrong. No, I mean, but uh, when I hear stuff like that... Stylistically, you can draw up. one, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that they play a similar game, but I think that Brogan Rafferty has had those moments, and he's really acquitted himself well. Like He has distinguished himself as the Utica Comets' best defenseman, and to do that as a rookie, given his circumstances, I mean, we have to grade him on a curve because he's 24 years old, right? He's not a spring chicken, but... Damn, he's still playing really well. And these college free agents, man, scratching wins as uh, Blake found Pri- wallets. Blake, Blake Price loves to call the uh, you know picking up extra assets in terms of draft picks, the scratching win. The college free agents are exactly the same way. And if you put in the work, like clearly the Canucks did with Rafferty, you know perhaps he becomes a roster player, and ultimately that's what you want when you're uh, trying to mine ta- talent. All right, on the other side, we are going to head to New Jersey. We're going to talk to Amanda Stein. She is the Devils. In-house reporter. So keep it locked right here. It's Rinkwide, the show that always scores on TSN 1040. The Hope in the City Breakfast takes place on December 4th at the Vancouver Convention Center West. This is an opportunity to come together, bring in the holiday season, and recognize and celebrate the importance and impact of philanthropy in our communities. For more information, visit SalvationArmy.ca. Catch up on any show you missed on TSN 1040 by simply downloading the podcast at TSN1040.ca. All of the daily and weekly shows are available, plus play-by-play and more. TSN 1040 podcasts are powered by Metro 4. November 2019 is underway. This month-long fundraiser helps to raise awareness and funds for men's mental and physical health. Movember is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health, encouraging men worldwide to take action towards living a happier, healthier, and longer life. You can create your personalized Mo space. To get started, visit Movember.com. Follow TSN 1040 on Instagram and TSN underscore 1040 for all the latest promotions, sports updates, and contests. That's TSN underscore 1040. For more info, check the hotwire at TSN1040.ca.